all righty what is good everyone welcome back to free game fridays our video listeners we we twin in on the on the camera today yes. we got the the bbny i got my black beauty near you hoodie jada got the black beauty near you shirt jada how you doing on this free game friday i'm doing good today definitely feels a lot better than the other days of the week felt um this friday it is friday out, so I don't really have too many complaints. At my job, they're having a um, holiday party this evening. So free food, free food, free get together. <laughs> so I'm looking forward to that. Um, but yeah, I'm doing all right. Is it going to be good food? Do you know? See, that's mm. the thing. That's the mm. thing that's always iffy. So I'm really just hoping and praying that it is. I didn't go last year. That would have been my first one. So we're going to see. But honestly, I'm not as picky as some people are, so I'm gonna eat. <laughs> hey, at, at the end of the day, I was just curious. It's gonna be good just to know. Yeah, it's free. I don't know. Like though. you said, it's free. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because they mm, they got a track record. But I digress. We're gonna see. Y'all. <laughs> I'll let y'all know next time. <laughs> oh yeah, I got the email How's for my jobs. I got the email for my jobs holiday party too. Uh, mine is mm. supposed to be next Friday. Um, I ain't told mm. them I ain't going yet, but I think Valid. I think I'm beyond the age where the where the free food is a big enough draw. I need my Friday night. I'm not I'm not hanging out with them on a Friday yeah. night. All due respect. <laughs> I get that. That's, it, it, that's just that's just how it is. But in general, my Friday is cool. Uh, we got to chop it up a little bit before we started recording about just the general end of the week. This is why I hate my job type of deal. Like, I don't actually hate my job. At least that's what the podcast, <laughs> as far as the podcast go, I actually don't hate my job. But I feel like on my Friday, everybody hate their job because it's Friday. You're trying to get to your weekend. Yeah. If, if you got the weekend off, of course. Yeah, right. Exactly. Anybody trying to be working. Man, ain't nobody trying to be working. But one thing we are trying to do is continue to drop these gems. Uh, we were just talking about, like, as we were preparing for this episode, we really be coming with the heat. Like, just off the like, dome, too, with it. Off the super dome hot with it. Fire. Yeah, for real. I Because even before this episode came, like, I knew what we wanted to talk about as we kept talking about this stuff. And so when this doc, where we take our notes out, I was like, okay, man, let me... So I don't forget nothing. And yeah, we... We be spitting, so this is gonna be a good one. This is going to be a good one. Uh, so go ahead, pull up a chair, grab your water, grab your tea, whatever it is. Grab your BBNY shirt if you want to be tripless with us. Uh, I guess like go ahead, throw that throw that shirt on. Because Jada <laughs> hit y'all with the you hit him with the Black Friday deal, the Cyber Monday like, deal. I've been coming out with heavy hitters, and honestly, <clears throat> these past four years. I've done a lot. And right now I'm in this phase where I'm taking a step back and getting my foundation together because all in all, it needs some togetherness. There's a lot going on <laughs> that's all over the place. And I met this lady who's going to help get me right. I hired, uh, not hired. Well, technically hired because I'm paying her every month, uh, <laughs> that subscription. But now I have a, a financial advisor that helps me mm. with my bookkeeping and is going to help me with my taxes. Because since I got my LLC this year, I'm like, I can be playing with that tax stuff. So I need some help because I don't have time to be trying to act like I know when I don't. And so I'm just trying to take a step back, get my foundation together. So when the energy comes back, I'll be ready. But yeah, right now, things are out of low. So what I got is what I got. Don't ask me for nothing else. 
I'll be getting to back to y'all next year. If that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you gotta set those professional boundaries for sure. And like you yeah. said, you've been doing a lot. You've been coming with it with BBNY. I feel like we've definitely seen the growth from the beginning of the year to now. So I think you deserve your little victory lap. Uh, give yourself mm-hmm. a pat on the back. But people got to pick up the hoodies. They got to get their shirts. They got to get their sweats, yes. pants, whatever they need. Get them going. <laughs> yeah, they're not going nowhere. Nothing's going anywhere. So please, get what you need. Get it's what hot. you need while it's hot. <laughs> uh, but for today's episode of Free Game Fridays, uh, we're talking about jobs. We're talking about navigating the job market, finding a job, getting an interview, nailing the interview, nailing the bag. We're trying to give y'all the roadmap to success. So when y'all start looking for that next job, or maybe your first job, especially your first job, if you never have yeah. gone for a job before, this is the podcast. Listen to this leading up to the interview. Listen to this while you're applying, because we are about to put you onto game for free on a Friday. Hence the name, Free like, Game Friday. Like, we got you. And it's actually a Friday when we're recorded. Like, this is going to be some real game right here. <laughs> Stay tuned. <laughs> <laughs> the synergy is crazy. I thought about that too. I was like, dang, I don't think we've actually recorded on a Friday. So this is free game Friday. So Coming to you on a Friday. We're recording on a Friday. And you're going to get that job this Friday. We're speaking into existence. Amen. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> But let's go ahead and get started from the jump. I felt like the best way to do this episode, we just go through the full process and I think it all starts with looking for the job that you want. Uh, so Jada, when it comes to looking for jobs, trying to find the job that you want, what's your go-to resource for looking for jobs? Honestly, I will Google search the careers sites that exist. Like a lot of jobs have like the job name dot careers. So if you look up careers and da 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 your Google is going to be flooded with those um, job opportunities. And so that's like my main go-to um, off, off rip. It's like, okay, let me see what's open, what's doing it. Because a lot of times too, um, I try to stay open-minded unless I have a really set goal, like, oh, I want to work here and do this exactly. Um, so I try to stay open-minded. So that helps out. It takes a lot of filtering. You're going to find some stuff that's like, uh, but <laughs> that's, um, that's the main way that I've gone about doing so uh, LinkedIn is also a really good way to uh, make those connections as well um, after you know you see a company that you apply to then you could tap in and be like okay you know um, let me find some people who work here what's their experience like and we'll get into that later but yeah that's kind of like my go-to yeah I definitely see myself using LinkedIn a lot these days when it comes to looking for jobs and I want to emphasize for folks that even if you're not immediately applying for a job, it can't hurt to see like what the industry that you want to work in is looking like, uh, what are the qualifications that you need to get to the job that you want to get five, 10 years from now, because you want to make sure that what you're doing now is in alignment with those jobs that you're looking for. And I think that's very helpful once you're looking at the jobs, looking at the job description, the requirements, all that. So that's why I really like LinkedIn, especially because what I appreciate about LinkedIn, it will let you know which of your connections work at the companies that you're looking at. So if you know somebody that's already working for a company, even if it's not that specific role, you can. that's a reason to connect with them and network. Like, hey, I see that you work for this job. Y'all just posted this. Do you know anything about it? Do you think I'll be a good fit? for it so definitely LinkedIn indeed is one that I don't use regularly but definitely one that I see like a lot of publicity for a lot of advertising for and I think that they're 
their platform is pretty user friendly. You don't already have to have a profile. You can just search for stuff there. But I think more than anything, I found I I find out a lot about jobs based off of my own network. So when I'm going on LinkedIn, not just the jobs tab, but I'll see on the feed of LinkedIn, so-and-so mm-hmm. is posting a job that they're hiring for, mainly because usually yeah. if people are posting about the job, they got some type of say in that job, some mm-hmm. type of power. So I can hit them up like, hey, like, what's what that job looking right. like? Right, what's that about? <laughs> and that's so true. Like, I know a lot of times we feel we get the lesser hand if we're not as privileged as some people who are like, oh, my dad works there or my aunt works there. But with the resources that we have now, we do have the ability to connect with people who are actually working there and give us, you know, like that plug in like, oh, yeah, I could, uh, I could refer you. I could write a referral for you or whatever that may be. So. Um, yeah, take advantage of those resources. Um, I also want to talk about internships as well. Um, you don't have to be a certain age to get an internship. You could be a freshman in college. You can be getting your doctorate degree. I just went to Afrotech with uh, my job, and there was people from all shapes, sizes, even asking for internships. It didn't even have to be a full-time. Because sometimes people are still like in their PhD program or maybe they're working somewhere and they don't want to fully commit to a job, whatever the situation may be. Um, internships is okay, no matter which level, and it will still help you get that experience. But what I will say about internships, do not accept those free internships. I understand the experience. I mean, unless the experience is popping, and honestly, if the experience is, is that popping, you should be getting paid because they put in money somewhere. So I think I'm going to have to stand 10 toes down on the do not accept any free internships. Um, please. These companies have money. Um, so take advantage of that. And we need money. In this economy, free internship? Maybe please. Absolutely not. I don't even do a lot of things about life for free. No. So a whole yeah. working job? Absolutely not. Yes, yeah, it's, it's, it's 2023. Like, I feel like if this yeah. was a few years ago, I'd be like, oh, yeah, get the experience. Nah, mm-hmm. it's, it's 2023. Bills need to be paid. Everything costs <laughs> money these days. Like, yes. I, just because I think especially for our target audiences that are listening to this mm-hmm. podcast, y'all are going to bring so much more to that free internship mm-hmm. than they're even mm-hmm. advertising for just by being the person that you are. So whether it's the network you have, the resources you have access to, your ability to learn on the fly be a self-starter all those are things Mm -hmm. that are going to make you such an important piece to their team the internship can't be free and don't and don't don't fold either don't oh well don't you'll be you'll be have mentorship opportunities and it'll build your network build Uh my networks and my network yes hello hello okay yeah don't don't fold please don't fold if you need help on not folding please contact one of us because no Mm -mm. We can do yeah. better. And other things are out there, I promise. Yeah, other things are out there. I think especially just as it relates to your career, like if it's something mm-hmm. that you're trying to like be better at, get better at, like, yes, there are going to be plenty of free internship out there because people don't mm-hmm. want to pay people. But if you can find yeah. something that gives you maybe slightly less experience, but you get paid for it, like you're going to get that experience yeah. eventually. But the only reason I could see for someone doing like a free internship is if you know the person, mm-hmm. like if yeah. like if 
if I'm hiring an intern for something and I can't pay you right now, but even then, I'm, I'm gonna find a way to pay you. So I might take that right back. Yeah, because we got y'all. There are grants out here. There are yeah. ways to get. There's ways funding, to it. Like, especially you know, so especially for these larger companies, I just you just not serious if you telling me you can't pay me. Because if I can't find ways, if I know about ways that I can pay people through my business four year standing then y'all can too with y'all 20 hundred year standing business so yeah don't fall for it don't fall for it but yeah for for us small business owners i feel like we are growing business owners let me correct myself for us we we do a lot to accommodate um and i love that about us because we understand the struggle um, for sure but yeah for the most part i feel like majority of people they're applying to larger companies don't fall for it don't do it do not fall for and of course if you're going to be applying to these things at some point you're probably going to have to submit a resume application maybe even a cover letter so i want to transition to phase two of this how do you get that interview you want so you went on linkedin you found a paid internship for a company that you really want to work for what's the steps to what's the steps to applying and i think that really starts from the resume and if i can mm -hmm. start us off on this topic what yeah. i really don't like seeing is when students especially they're just sending the same resume everywhere they go and there's no edits mm -hmm. to it um they're not tailoring it to the jobs that they're applying for like yes if you have the right experience that resume will get you where you need to go eventually but the key to really being a competitive job applicant really starts from the moment you read that job description you should have your resume up on one screen or on one half of the page or referencing it printed out anyway yeah have your resume there have the job description and see like okay what experience do i have that they're looking for and does my resume clearly state how my experience matches with that what are the key words in that job description that they're looking for yep. are those words in my resume and where there are qualifications that I may be like on the fence about or don't know if I can really hit, how does my resume show where I have transferable skills? Because if your resume isn't speaking the same language as a job description, you're not gonna get that phone call, unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah, that's just, <laughs> and that's just keeping it real. <laughs> and heavy on the keywords, like a lot of these systems are automated. And so it sucks because whatever, but yeah, having those keywords in your resume that tailored to the job, that's 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 a big one um and also just making sure to talk on the uh making sure your resume is tailored to the actual job i can speak on that for sure because when i was going through the whole applying to internships process i had one like general resume and then i had like a technical resume and then maybe depending on where i was applying i kind of altered my technical resume depending on what skills they were looking for whether it was back end more so or front end but you do have to put in that work to kind of like tailor towards the company you're um submitting the application for it because get a little if you have too much general stuff they're just like all right okay they do all this and this but if you could really get detailed about the specific things that cater towards the job that's gonna get you right that's gonna get you in and also we didn't mention it for looking for jobs but outside of uh looking online for jobs i will also highly recommend um conferences um mm -hmm. like 
please look for a conference that's in your field. Like if you just Google like film conferences or yep. engineering conferences or whatever you're interested in, look those up and nine times out of 10, they're going to have a portion in that conference where it's a career fair. Even if they don't, there's going to be so many people there from different Networking. companies that you connect with. Like, make sure you got that resume on your phone, ready to go, ready to airdrop, ready to submit. Um, and paper resume, I, I've seen that at Afrotech too. You know, maybe have two printed, but nine times out of ten, that gonna ask for that. So I don't think you have to worry about that. But yes, conferences are key, and when you go, you need to have your resume ready. But on top of that, I um, also want to add a few other things uh, to add to your resume to get it tailored towards that specific role. Um, the first thing I would say, if they don't ask for your GPA, uh, please don't put it, especially if it's not popping. And that's me speaking personally as well. I remember I spoke to a recruiter and they were like, do not do that unless we ask for it um, because it's just not necessary. And then if you have a low GPA, then it just starts, the minds of the recruiter starts wondering. So don't put it if they don't ask for it. If they want it, they ask for it probably in a separate part of the application. Another thing I would say is um, add your future courses on there. So usually when you're applying to an internship, uh, say for summer 2024, you're applying in summer 2023. So in between that, you got a whole school year. And on your resume, you probably don't have those courses that you're taking in that upcoming school year. So make sure you add those to your resume so they can see, okay, by the time they start the internship or by the time they start this job in 2024, mm -hmm. these are the skills that they're going to have. Um, because I know for me, I started pretty late, quote unquote, um, on my technical internship or job um, hunt, whatever you want to call it. And so I made sure to add in um, my classes that I would be taking because mm. I didn't have a lot under my belt. And that helped me out a lot so people could get an understanding of what my skills are going to be once I started. So I would highly recommend um, adding that because a lot of times people don't mention that. Um, and then at first... Well, we have two two perspectives about this next point. So first thing I would say, the other thing I would say is um, not making your resume more than one page. But in this sense, and Kyler, I'll let you elaborate a little bit as well. Um, sometimes we, we tend to just run on on topics um, and usually it doesn't need to be uh, over a page, especially if you're early in your career, like looking for internships and things of that sort. Nine times out of 10, it doesn't need to be that long, but if you've been popping since high school um, and you're still catering to those projects from high school, don't just put something on high school that you did for a semester and you left it alone. If you still got that stuff going, list it on there. But for the most part, if you're in your early career, you don't need a resume longer than one page your bullet points don't need to be long um etc etc and kyler i'll let you talk from the perspective of having one that is more than one page yeah so i think the the key word for everything i'm about to say is going to be relevancy um mm -hmm. so growing up when i first started doing resumes uh, when I first was applying to jobs, I heard the same thing like, oh, keep your resume to one page, keep your resume to one page, keep your resume to one page. But it came a point in my life where I was like, well, I have more experience than this one page is going to allow. Mm -hmm. So first, <laughs> first mini nugget, um, somebody at the career center at UCC told me, I was like, oh, just make your margins 0.5 inches instead of one inch. Mm -hmm. And that gives you so much more room on a mm -hmm. single page. So that was the first go around. But even then I was like, I still got like, 
this experience is important. Yeah. <laughs> like I can't get this job without this experience. Exactly. And so <clears throat> when I had my resume reviewed, they're like, oh yeah, it's totally fine to have like more than one page. I was like, why y'all? <laughs> Ain't nobody well, telling me nothing. <laughs> all the messages up to this specific conversation told me, keep this one page. Right. So that's what I've been doing. That's what I've been telling everybody. Oh, just keep, have two pages, put your uh, first initial last name and a page number at the top corner, you'll be fine. I'm like, so what? I feel bamboozled. But yeah, with all that being Kyle said. Kyle told me this. Kyle told me this before the episode started and I was shocked because I, I never heard that before. I'm like, what? All this struggling to get things on one page? <laughs> and I think that's where it comes back to relevance because I do think that the first page of your resume should sell you. Like you should mm-hmm. be able to sell yourself within the first page. Like your summary of skills and qualifications, your educational background, your most important experience, definitely have it on first page. But as you start progressing through your career and have multiple job positions or have additional job responsibilities, you're going to have to go to two, sometimes three pages. And I, I've been on at least probably like 10 different hiring committees at UCSD since I've mm-hmm. been working at UCSD. So I've reviewed hundreds of resumes and I can't say that more than probably like 10 to 15 out of the 300 plus resumes I reviewed were one page. Like most of them mm-hmm. were multiple pages, even the ones that were uh, new under or newly graduated students. But going mm-hmm. back to relevancy, don't just give me a second page just to show that you got a second page like make sure the experience (laughs) is relevant make sure your bullet points are relevant make sure they're actionable Mm -hmm. but if especially if you've had like one or two full-time jobs definitely uh feel free to have an additional page to it and i think kind of going full circle to that i think the most important thing is feedback to have somebody look at your resume and let them give you feedback on whether or not they think what you're putting in your resume is relevant because the most The most frequent thing that is kind of like a pet peeve when I'm reviewing resumes, I'll review a resume, I'll just scan it really quickly on the first line, and I'll see nothing that's relevant to the job position. Mm -hmm. Going back to the keywords, keywords are important Mm -hmm. for AI, but also as human beings, if the person reviewing your job and your resume is reviewing 87 resumes, and it's a position about coding, and you don't even mention a coding language in your resume, I'm not... Yeah. Yeah, honestly... (laughs) We need to come out with a template or something because your skills need to be at the top of that resume. I don't put the skills at the bottom, put them at the top. That's what they're looking for. Then you get into the details a little bit later, but them skills need to be at the top. First thing they see, for sure. Yeah, and with related to the skills section, I think the most important piece of feedback I could give to especially young folks who are, man, I feel old saying, especially young folks. You <laughs> young? Yeah, younger. I'm, I'm young. <laughs> I, I'm I'm still young too. Younger folks for sure. Uh, people who <laughs> don't have as much professional life experience. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like the bullet points that folks use sometimes they're incomplete sentences. They're not full, actionable sentences. They don't use numbers. Like when it comes to putting your resume together, you really want to be telling your story and standing on mm-hmm. the experience that you have. So don't just say that, oh, I have experience event planning, but say that I coordinated and managed 10 large scale events that saw up to 10 or 100 participants over the course of a week. That says much yes. more 
than just I manage events. Like get into the details. Uh, if you've been analyzing data, talk about how much data that you've been analyzing, how long those things take. Because when it comes to your resume, what I'm looking for, I want to see if what you have experienced in can scale up to what I'm doing. So if I'm mm-hmm. hiring an event coordinator, I know you manage events, but you just say you manage events, whereas this person manages 10 events a month. I'm gonna have to go with the person who told me that they, they y'all both say y'all manage your best, but this person says I do this. Yeah, yeah. like they said, let me put some numbers up in here. And that's key, yeah. like talking about that impact. If there was one word that was mostly used at my job, I would say it was the word impact. When we're mm-hmm. looking at reviews at the end of the year, reviews, whether you want to go to the next position, looking at how you've done what you've done over the past year, um, impact is very, very important. And that needs to reflect on your resume as well. I feel like it's pretty, pretty universal idea. Um, but yeah, putting down those metrics, like I want to see numbers on your resume. How many people did you cater to? How many problems did you fix? How many did you do? Mm-hmm. Because you could you could have did the same work. Like Kyler said, you could have did the same work as the other person, but they wrote that they did 10 months. I mean, 10 whatever. And so you need to uh, put those metrics down. This is the chance to get it all out. You're not doing too much. You're not bragging. Even if you are bragging, good, brag a little because these people don't know yes. you. They need to know, exactly. know what you're about. So please put it all on there and yeah, get those metrics in for sure. That will help you a lot and help them understand your impact as well instead of being, you know, too general. Absolutely. Get those metrics in, explain your impact. And I think the last thing I'll say about kind of this side of the job interview process is whatever is not on your resume or there isn't room for in your resume, but it's really the job. And I think this is especially useful for people trying to transition industries is the cover letter. And if I could give, if y'all listen to anything on this podcast, listen to all of it first of all but because i <laughs> because i know y'all um when it says cover letter is optional ignore the optional like just just submit the cover letter i know that nobody wants I'm to write the cover letter but <laughs> when i tell you there's plenty of committees i've been on where the cover letter is optional but the person who writes the cover letter is getting the job over the person that doesn't write the cover letter and mm-hmm. not every job is going to even look at some applications that don't have a cover letter. But the mm-hmm. way that I feel can get people more in the habit of doing that is looking at your cover letter as like, it's kind of like an alley-oop, like the resume is like throwing you the ball and the mm-hmm. cover letter is gonna help you slam dunk it. Because let's say that, for example, even myself, I've been working in higher education in the last seven years. Eventually I wanna be able to work in the film industry. So my first jobs that I'm gonna be applying for in the film industry, I'm not gonna have anything on my resume that specifically says mm-hmm. film. My cover letter is where I could tell my story like, hey, I have this diversity, equity and inclusion experience. I wanna translate this to the film industry because I'm really passionate about black voices and black representation in film. You can't say that on a resume without any experience, but you can you can okay. spit game in the cover letter. You can spit your yes. game in that cover letter. Okay. Cover letter. I think it's had bad propaganda. Because definitely it when has. I be seeing that optional, I'd be like, okay, next. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure that was the reason why, you know, some of the internships I applied to, you know, didn't get. But uh yeah, I like I like that perspective on that. It shows that you're serious too. Not that if you don't have a cover letter, you're not serious, but I think especially with some of the more recent interview committees I've been on, there's been people where I look at the resume where I'm like, eh, but then I read their cover letter. I'm like, oh, okay. Like I 
you're connecting the dots for me. Because if you don't connect the dots for me in that cover letter, I'm left to try to connect your resume dots by yourself. And if the resume not given what it needs to give, then I can't really connect those dots. So even if you don't have like a very strong cover letter for the first couple of jobs you apply for, at least get in the habit of trying it out, submitting it, because it's going to show that you've given thought to it, especially for younger professionals too, because I feel like not a lot of younger folks are writing cover letters. So if you are able to put that cover letter together, then it just shows that you're at another level and so of course you can just google like tips for effective cover letters but if i were to just give like a few quick tidbits of advice on the cover letters explain why you're enthusiastic and interested in the position uh anybody can apply for a job why are you supposed to apply for this job give me a anecdote about like a meaningful experience or a role that you had that translates directly to what we're looking for in this job using some of those keywords that maybe didn't have a place in your resume but you can put it in that cover letter uh talk to me about like why you're the candidate for this job and look Mm -hmm. say i look forward to talking to you further like speaking into existence like i look forward to when y'all call me for this interview so that's if i could get anything out of the banquet hall podcast submit the cover letter even if it's optional no yeah that that did it that did it (laughs) (laughs) i'm taking notes myself See, that, that's what we do on Free Game Fridays. But we have, we looked for the job. We got the resume together. We submitted the cover letter, even though we didn't have to. We got that phone <laughs> call. We got the interview. How how we how we approach into the interview? Do we do we come in the Black Beauty near you sweatsuit? <laughs> right now is the time to lock in. Please lock in. This ain't no time for the what ifs and the maybes. Lock in. Go back to the traditional ways. No, but um, for the interview, we got a few things um, that are mandatory. These aren't optional. These are mandatory. First things first, um, dress up. Please don't. Please. I don't care if their company culture is casual. I don't care if you visited last week and everybody had jeans on. Come up in there like you mean business. I don't like. It doesn't matter if you're overdressed. Who cares? Who cares? It's about first impression. So please come dress up. Put the flats on. Put the closed toe heels on. Put some nice shoes on. Do not come in there with no, you know, what you have. And also there are a lot of resources to get, you know, dressed up clothes. We have thrift stores. We have a shout out to Shariah's Closet in San Diego. There's so many resources. I mean, you can reach out if you need a little one too to put on for the weekend. But anywho, dress up to the best that you can. The next one I would say is do your research um, on the job position. Please um, know something. I know when you reply, you know, we already got into that. But please know a few things. Go to that company's website. Go to the about page. Go to the founders page. Go to their LinkedIn. See what initiatives they got going on. Do your research so you can come in there with something to talk about. Because also, you're going to be asking questions at the interview too. First, your questions usually are going to go, they're going to ask you stuff, behavioral, technical, whatever. But at the end, they're going to be like, okay, do you have any questions for us? Do not say no. You better not say, no, I'm good. 
Absolutely not. You need to have at least give me give me two or three. Because <laughs> I'm gonna be like, all right, nope, I'm good. Right. Like, oh, okay, babe. Bye. Like, no, please come up in there to ask us some questions. What's your experience like? Um, what does this position look like? What's the company culture like? Um, how how do you know people retain what's your retention rate like from this um opportunity, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. They gave you the space to ask and you need to ask. Even if they don't give you the space to ask, you need to leave there being like, Hey, I also have a few questions for you. Yeah. If they deny I've- it red flag red flag yeah, that's, off the red. that's exactly what i wanted to bring up asking questions is your time to red flag search too because i think what a lot of people don't always keep in mind you're also trying to interview to see if this company is a good fit for you and exactly. i can't tell you how many people wish they would have known something before they got to the job and found out what the company culture really on and like, is everybody going to be 100% honest when they answer questions about company culture? Maybe not. But even how they mm-hmm. answer the questions is very important mm-hmm. because I can tell when people are just giving me their mission statement. I'm like, oh, you, you don't mean that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you don't mean exactly. that. Tell me about your experience with Shirley in the lunchroom. Like, let me, <laughs> no, let, me let me hear what's really going on. Yes, what happened this week, girl? What's the tea? What's been going on? How are you getting along with your coworkers? How are these project yeah. deadlines treating you? Like, get into Work-life it. balance. Because all of those are things that are going to be so essential to your success at yes. the company if offered the position. And even if it's just an internship, you want to know, am I interning for someone who has my best interests in mind? What are the opportunities mm-hmm. for professional development? Do y'all sponsor me to go to any conferences? Like, these are all questions that are so key to just having your back pocket at least ask a couple because gives you an opportunity to learn more about the position shows them that you're serious about the position and going back to jay's point about researching if you ask a well-researched question that's a that's a plus that's a star on the little score sheet because when you say like oh yeah i was i was looking through your website i noticed that your mission statement said xyz and i'm wondering how your company follows those principles i'm like oh you wow you know what you're talking about because on the flip okay. side of that i've been on some where i'm like dang if you would have just went on the home page of the website you could have found that like that's all you have did you really just ask me that right now like for real for real and know you and to ask these questions you got to know what your standards are too what company mm-hmm. culture do you want to look at and it's hard like especially if you're just getting into it you don't kind of know what what feels like but i promise you after that first experience you gonna know what you like within a job especially when it comes to company culture i've realized that you know some people when it comes to like a work-life balance if they want to be like super high in the role dedicated traveling all the time some people really like that me personally I don't. I don't think I would, you know, be in a role where I'm doing that and, you know, later down the line when I am in a more senior role, not be able to spend time with my family, this and that. So you really have to figure out what your personal values are and if your job aligns with that, because at the end of the day, it's just your job and they can replace you at the snap of the finger. So you need to you have to make sure that they are still valuing. Well, you're still valuing your personal life and your morals and all that stuff because yeah they're not going to do that for you so make sure you know what your standards are um what boundaries you have um and so when you ask those questions you kind of know what you're looking for in the responses but you're not just asking but like okay they said this sounds cool like no relate it back to what you want please 
related that. And if I could throw another gem in there that I think, and when I say that, most of the stuff that we're talking about, I'm not saying everybody just wakes up with all this knowledge. Free Game Fridays yeah. is because we didn't know it, we found out, now we're giving it to you exactly. so y'all know what ahead of time. Because I wish I was 17, 18, applying for jobs with this knowledge. Hello. Hello, especially the don't ignore the cover letter, because child, <laughs> I, I be ignore, I've ignored multiple <laughs> cover hey, letters, hey, for sure. Hey, Free Game Fridays is for us, too. <laughs> but another thing I would say is if they let you know who's interviewing you, you can look them up on LinkedIn real quick, mm -hmm. look them up at the company website, uh, just so you can see, like, what are their areas of expertise, what are the things they're interested in, so you can kind of tailor some of those interview questions to them, too, because if you know that the CEO that you're going to be working for is really Really passionate about serving like young black girls to talk about your experience working with young black girls because they can be like oh exactly. we hired for this position but they fit where we're looking for so mm -hmm. i'm telling you we put we put them on game jada we put we put in them all yeah, <laughs> like oh my gosh especially the intern experience like uh, make sure that what you're working on is actually going to be beneficial to the company and it's not busy work period i'm just leave that right there i had the opportunity luckily that what i was working on a year later i seen it get launched i said oh this is real real spiel so look into that too like what are they going to have you work on um and look into if they have any inclusion networks as well that's what my job calls them but look into if they have any networks or orgs within the company that cater towards you know different identities and things of that sort because that's very necessary as well and that does exist um so yeah, those would be my two little plugs when also asking those questions. Oh man, we've given us so much free game. Uh, we're getting towards the tail end of the episode. You know, we like to keep these a little on the shorter end, but do want to give a few minutes to talk a little bit about after they call you back, you've got the job, congratulations. When can you start? First things first, y'all better not accept that job without anything in writing, <laughs> okay? No. Um, we not doing no pinky promises over the phone, like, oh, we gonna try to pay you this. We might yeah. be able to, nah, I, I need anything in writing before I accept this job. Exactly. You wanna know what salary you're starting at, what are the benefits package, when you're gonna be working. Don't commit to the job before every single question you have that you need to know before you accept is answered. And I think the one thing I wanted to probably give a little teaser for, because I feel like this is really going to take another episode of Free Game Friday, but mm -hmm. negotiating. Negotiating yeah. a bigger conversation in a few minutes, but yeah. I really highly encourage y'all, negotiate the salary, just give yourself the justice, give yourself the love to at least try to negotiate that first salary. You might not end up with anything additional. You might end up with only like a thousand more a year, but you're putting yourself in a position to advocate for yourself. And no company is going to take that job away from you just because you negotiate. Most jobs are expecting right. you to negotiate. And like I said, we can get into all the details in a later episode, but I literally took a three-day immersive course on negotiation in a master's program. So I'm speaking from this experience. Yeah. It's hard, it's causing anxiety, but the more that you practice and do it for yourself, you're gonna love it when you get that first like successful negotiation. And if I could just give some quick tidbits in case somebody's listening to this and got a job negotiation coming up or want to use it for the future. Uh, one, do your research, like know what know what that position should pay whether you're on like Glassdoor whether you're looking at LinkedIn the job uh the job posting whatever it may be know what people are making in that similar role 
I know how well you fit the job description because if you hit every single bullet point on their job requirements, they need to pay you like you hit every single bullet point yeah. on job requirements. Um, and you've got to got to have your facts. Like companies ain't just gonna throw money at you just because you said give me more money. You got to come with it. Like hey y'all offer me this i appreciate this offer i'm really excited about this offer uh, i think based off of quality a quality b experience a i deserve a salary of this starting is this something that y'all can work with and have the conversation like if they want you and if it's a company that cares about you as an employee mm-hmm. something will get worked out or worst case scenario you know that you put your best foot forward you don't want to leave money on the table though yeah I agree. Yeah, don't, please, please do your research on that. Another thing I would say um, is when they give deadlines on, oh, you have to accept the offer by this time. If you really do have a pressing offer from somewhere else um, and you need to give it more time, communicate that. Don't just, you know, push it to the side and be like, okay, well, I guess that's dead. No, communicate that with the recruiter and chances are they're able to extend the deadline for you. And that can also help with negotiations as well to see what that mm-hmm. other job is offering. Um, I will also mm-hmm. say when it comes to like those packages and those contracts, whatever you're signing, read through it. This ain't one of them terms and conditions that you can just skip through and click and sign them. <laughs> Please take the time to read through it because this is your job. You're going to be here every day for eight hours a day, whatever your schedule may be. Um, so you need to make sure that this is something that you want to do and it's not a waste of it's not a waste of your time you're benefiting from it in all ways um, possible so yeah please read through those contracts show them to whoever you need to, to be like hey does this look good I remember me and my mom we sat through mine like through it and I was like okay does this look good because it's my first time I don't I don't know what to expect for the most part I know what to expect but you know I needed a second opinion and so um yeah those would be my two things. Don't let that deadline pressure you, um, for sure. They should be able to help you. And I and also, I know sometimes they be like, oh, if you don't let us know by this day or if you accept it, you can't rescind it. Sometimes, yes, you can. Don't <laughs> it's say not watch the best. <laughs> right, right. It's not the best practice. Maybe, I don't know if you're what, trying to go back to the company later down the line, but it can happen. Um, that's all I would say. But yeah, those would be my few little tidbits on what to do once you get that offer letter. Um, and congratulations when you do. Congratulations. Yeah. Yeah, clap it up. (laughs) Yeah, I think that's the last thing of the podcast is just affirm this whole process. Lean into every aspect of the process. Lean into the anxiety that you feel. Lean into the imposter syndrome. And we talked about last free game Friday. If you have the right group of friends, your right support system, they there for you too so i'll hit up a friend like hey i'm nervous about this job interview can we talk on the phone and practice these questions or hey i'm applying to this job can you look over this resume if your friends are real they are going to help you with that because we all figure out this adult shit together man like if y'all could kiki about drake and 21 savage on the internet then y'all could get into this too and that's what i'm learning this is another episode but as i'm getting as i'm growing in my 20s and stuff i'm learning that yeah me and my friends we can have fun together but we also need to be able to be that support for each other in all aspects like my friend courtney she just texted me today like jada i just got the job that i wanted my dream job like literally months ago we was going back and forth talking to each other just venting like she was and she was telling me you know this is where i'm at i don't want to be in my job no more and we were just talking like okay what's the game plan what we doing and she just 
encouragement this morning like hey i got it and how on time is that so i feel like if you're listening to this episode right now on a friday filmed on a friday friday morning i got that text like the the cards are aligning so apply to that job and don't just apply to one job throw that resume out everywhere don't limit yourself um yeah the good vibes are here during this episode so i'm gonna just tell you right now you got it the job is yours um it's in your hands um and yeah the company they should be excited to work with you not the other Mm -hmm. way around like oh i'm gonna be working at this company no 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 they're gonna be working with you babe you are the prize in this situation realize that for multiple reasons so yeah i'm gonna just end it on that note because it's good vibes today for sure (laughs) <laughs> oh the vibes are immaculate i can't wait to make the reel for this episode i feel like we got so yeah. many like sound bites and so many gems um so yeah if y'all listen to this podcast i hope that we gave you motivation to apply for that job that you're feeling nervous about start that cover letter update your resume whatever it may be we we are always growing as people and it's a process so want to thank y'all for tuning in and for those of y'all who stick with us all the way to the end of the episode i got a quick call to action for y'all hit us with a voice memo hit us with questions like if you if you hit us with a voice memo about like a job interview question resume question we will answer it on the podcast Mm -hmm. so if y'all if y'all want the like vip support hit us with a voice memo (laughs) hit us with a dm whatever it may be tap in with us and we're gonna get y'all right because this is what we do yeah Yeah. that was good we dropped some gems we dropped some gems free game friday (laughs) y'all Uh, make sure y'all tap in with Banquet Hall Pod at Banquet Hall Pod, or you can go to thefourthkyler.com slash BHP. Hello. Hello. Really check it out. <laughs> um, Jada, where can folks tap in with you? What you got going on? Yes, you can find me um, on Black Beauty Near You on Instagram. You can also find me on 4D Pod, the sister of Banquet Hall Pod. Um, that's where me and my girls, we get into it. Um, and we get deep with it. So yeah, either of those you can find me on. Um, and yeah, it's just me and on 4Deep, it's just us. We be talking about the same stuff. So if you ever have any questions, comments, concerns, please shoot over a DM. We are friendly and we like to talk. Mm-hmm. So we'll talk. <laughs> uh, that last statement was a Jada statement. I do not like to talk. <laughs> no, You know, when I said on. that, I thought of you too. I was like, well, maybe it might take a second. <laughs> Yeah. Hit me, hit, hit me with a text. I got you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, y'all. But thank y'all for tuning in. Make sure y'all tap in. Send us those DMs, those voice memos. Send a voice memo. I like voice memos. Just hit us with a voice message. You can go onto the episode description on Spotify. Hit the link. Just record a quick voice message. Ask us whatever you want. And we got y'all, y'all. But y'all stay blessed. Free game Friday. Immaculate vibes. Now go out there and get that bag. Peace.